Happy New Year, my friends. Happy 2023. It's hard to believe, isn't it? I'm turning 41 later this month. And sometimes I swear that the 90s were like 10 years ago. <laughs> it's so bizarre. I have a kindergartner. Uh, I'm 41, almost 41. Like, where has the time gone, right? Like, what is, you blink, you go to sleep and you wake up and it's like 10 years later. It's it's absolutely bananas. But anyways, Happy New Year. Uh, I really hope that this year brings for you all the best, the very best that life, God, the universe, whatever, whatever it is that, that you look to, <laughs> the very best that it has to offer uh, you and your loved ones. Today's episode is a little bit different. Uh, I'm calling it the state of the podcast address <laughs> because I want to hit pause on the episodes for a moment. I've got a lot to share with you, a lot of a lot of episodes to go, uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna save them. I'm gonna start them next week. Uh, I want to hit pause. I want to talk to you a little bit about the What If Project, uh, where we've been, where we are, uh, where we're headed. You know, all all the different things. We're entering season six of the show. Six. Crazy. Uh, it's 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 five years old. There's six seasons. It got a little messed up in the beginning because season one went from uh, October, or not October, it was like September through December. And then I started season two in January. So now we're on this rotation where a new season's every January, uh, but we're in season six. Anyway, whatever. We're in season six of the show. And uh, last year, our, our listenership sort of, I don't know, like blew up to the point where we're, we're well over 200,000 downloads now, uh, which is nuts to me. I mean, that's not a lot for some podcasts. Some, some have many, many more than that. Uh, but it feels like a lot for me. It feels very significant, especially since there's been like incremental growth every year. And this was the biggest year of growth that we've had. And so it's super exciting to me. But what I want to do today is I want to hit the pause button, and I want to welcome our new listeners. Uh, I want to remind everyone of what this show is about, and maybe even give you a, I don't know, like a sneak, like a peek behind the curtain <laughs> at a few things that have been going on behind the scenes, because there's a lot that goes on in the What If Project world that people who aren't in my deep inner circle don't really know. Okay, so we'll go over something. We'll go over some stuff. Cool? Cool. All right. So first, uh, for, the, for those who have been here for a while, let's, let's reminisce. Let's pull up a chair, <laughs> make a cup of coffee. Let's reminisce. If you're new to the show, this will help you kind of make sense of what the heck is going on here. Uh, but I started the podcast back in 2017 uh, on a piece of paper. You might say, wait a minute, episode one was in 2018. True. But the podcast itself, the the origins, the the universe of the What If Project began to come together in 2017. In Oct it was October of 2017 on a piece of paper that I was scribbling on in a hotel room in Nyack, New York. And I wish I would have saved that paper, but I don't have it. But I scribbled some ideas down. And I was, I was brainstorming my final paper that I was writing for my very last class that I was in for the doctoral program that I, I, I was in. And uh, we had moved to North Carolina by this time. We used to live in New Jersey. And so when I went back up to school, I had to, I had to drive up there. Oh, no, I flew up there and I drove back, something like that. I don't remember. Anyway, so I went up there. It was like a 10-day 10, 10 intensive class or seven days. It was a long thing. It was, a, it was an intensive class, Monday through Friday, 
uh, eight o'clock in the morning till like five o'clock in the afternoon. And so it was like an all day thing, an extravaganza. <laughs> and uh, I got a room at a local hotel and I, I drank unhealthy amounts of coffee, uh, ate Chinese takeout, I think every night, except for one night, I think I got pizza, but it was a lot of Chinese takeout. Cause it was like right down the street. There was a place. Um, and I was right across the street from a gas station. So I could walk across to like their little convenience store and buy lots of junk food and, and soda and, and more coffee. <laughs> and, uh, I watched the Yankees in the playoffs. I remember they, they lost that year. It was 2017. We all know what happened that year. <clears throat> the Astros, the cheating Astros won that year. Uh, I got zero sleep, right? I was like working around the clock on my dissertation, classwork, all the things. So this class that I was in doing this paper for was a class about how to talk, how to talk about God, how to talk about the Bible in a, a, a relevant way in today's world. And the final paper, I needed to share how we would take what we learned and uh, do something with it. And so I wrote like over 20 pages. It had to be like a short paper. It was like 10 pages, but I just kept going. <laughs> it was like 20 pages because I had a lot of things to say, <laughs> a lot of things to process. And so I wrote this paper and ended it with this crazy idea uh, for the What If Project. Now, you need to know that this was a very uh, evangelical seminary. That's where I got my master's degree. Uh, to where I was going, for obviously my doctoral degree, which I, I did end up getting in, in 2019. And I also went to the college, which was a Bible college, which is part of the school, uh, kind of the whole same institution. And and I tell you all that because the podcast uh, has ended up or ended up creating, I don't know, like a, a little bit of a stir, I guess you could say, in the school. Uh, like I said, I got my bachelor's degree from the college that was part of the seminary, master's degree, doctoral program. So like I stepped on this campus in the year 2000. And so I, I've been part of that world for like a long, <laughs> a long, long time. And even today I hear that, I hear from people quite often who tell me that certain, certain professors, uh, certain uh, of the higher ups, I guess you could say, aren't really too excited <laughs> with what we do here at the What If Project, uh, from questioning hell to pushing back on the atonement to uh, whipping out tarot cards <laughs> to read them in conjunction with my Bible. And I've actually, I've received some some DMs from people, direct messages from uh, more than one professor uh, and fellow students, classmates who have warned me of the path I'm taking and you know others have scolded me for going into certain topics and pushing back on certain things, right? So, so many things. So tossing out this idea, what I'm getting at is tossing out this idea for this podcast in that setting was a risky thing to do, right? A somewhat radical thing to do, but I did it. And the blueprint that I wrote up for the paper was, you know, laid back and it was a very rough draft or version, but the idea was pretty clear. I want to start a podcast or a YouTube channel or something called The What If Project. And I want to explore this question, right? What if there are ways of thinking about God and faith in ways that are different than what our traditions have handed us? Whatever your tradition may be, what if there are ways to think about all this stuff that is just way different than we ever imagined? Uh, fast forward a bit, I'll never forget my, uh, my professor. He was an adjunct professor, so meaning he wasn't like a full-time guy. He just came in literally to co-teach this class. And this class, I think, was one of the last classes he ever taught there. 
uh, so I caught him just in time. But he pulled me aside, and he said that the paper was, was really good, and he said the ideas were really good. And he said that the podcast, he said, needs to happen because other people are asking the same questions I'm asking. And so making a public, he said, will help people feel less alone, less crazy, less insane in all of their thoughts and their questions. And he told me that I had his full 100% support. And so I decided to take a, a year. Uh, actually, what, what happened, pause, is in that year, I also did another class, which was a, a directed study with this particular professor as my professor. And so he assigned me a whole bunch of books based upon the paper that I had wrote, wrote for him in the last class. We explored uh, writing by Barbara Brown Taylor, uh, Brian McLaren, uh, people who are really making uh, big, raising big questions, I guess you could say, about a lot of the things that I had, I had come to 1,000% believe over the course of my <laughs> college and seminary education. And so he takes me into these waters where we're exploring all these different topics by all these different writers, and it was just fascinating. So I took this year, October 2017, all the way through the summer of 2018 to really figure out what is the, if I'm going to do this project, if it's not just going to be an idea in a paper, what's it going to be? What's it going to look like? What are we going to do with it? And so I took a whole year to think about it. I had another blog I was doing. I shut it down. As soon as I was done with that class, like October, November, I shut the blog down. And I said, something new is coming. I don't know what it is, but it's coming. <laughs> and a lot of my evangelical friends who were, you know, reading my uh, previous blog frequently, like, oh, yes, it's going to be great. I can't wait to see what it is. Like, I don't know if you're going to be really excited about it <laughs> once it comes out, but we'll see. Uh, so a whole year to put it together. And it was a lot of thinking. There's a lot of thinking, a lot of praying, a lot of just asking God, uh, what, what, what is this thing going to look like? What am I supposed to do? I have all these questions, all these thoughts, all these feelings. And I feel like I want to get them out. Help me. Help me figure this out. And if you go back and listen to episode one, you'll get even more context because a lot, a lot happened in that year of brainstorming. And it actually all culminated at the Wild Goose Festival in North Carolina, where I met uh, Jared Baez, uh, Pete Enns. They host the Bible for Normal People podcast. Uh, Doug Paget, And I, I, met with, I met these three people. And I don't remember exactly how I talked to Jared and Pete about the podcast. Oh, we, they were doing a live recording of Doug's podcast. And I was in the audience and Jared was next to me. I think Pete came along as well. And I mentioned to them about the podcast idea. And they were like, yes, you should do that. And then Doug asked people if uh, there's anybody in the audience who had a podcast or wanted to start a podcast. And I raised my hand and he brought me on stage to talk on his podcast about my podcast idea. And he told me that I should do it. Uh, so I had, I had this support, this wild support, right, from this one professor, one professor <laughs> in school, uh, and these other three people who I respected a lot, I've listened to their podcasts, read their books, had a lot of respect for these people, and they said to go for it. Uh, but I tell you all of this because at the end of the day, the podcast, this is what's important, the podcast was birthed from my own journey, right? Like I didn't set out to get followers, to get downloads, 
to become a popular channel. Some people do, and that's that's fine. That's their thing. That's what they want to do. They set out to make it into like a business. And that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. But for me, it was it, this was just very different. Because rather than set out to get a, a following or whatever, I just decided to make all of my questions public, <laughs> which is a very dangerous thing sometimes, right? Like I take everything going on in my head and my heart. I said, let's just turn it inside out and make it public. And also have uh, public conversations with people in response to those questions that I had. Uh, like I would have a question about hell. I remember I had a question about how I couldn't wrap my mind around how there could not be hell. Something inside of me was like, I don't think there is, but I don't understand how this could possibly work. What do I do? I brought on, I reached out to Brian McLaren. He came on the show. Reached out to Brad Jersak. He came on the show. Reached out to Brian Zond. He came on the show. Reached out to Barbara Brown Taylor. She came on the show. We had conversations about these things and we just made them public because I was going after answers for my own questions and the podcast idea is that maybe other people are asking the same questions. So let's try to get some answers together. And so by making it public, I was just inviting other people, as my professor said, to jump in the lifeboat, so to speak, with me and explore all this stuff. And now back in episode one, uh, I actually positioned the podcast like that. I said, that if you go back and listen, and I still use this language today, the podcast is like a lifeboat picking people out from the ocean <laughs> who fell off or jumped off the cruise ship of evangelicalism, whatever their tradition is. It's a place to dry off, right? Get rescued, connect with people, feel less alone out here in these dark, rocky, rough seas. And maybe one day you'll want to climb back aboard the ship. Maybe you'll find another ship, whatever. We're just a lifeboat out here, picking people up, giving people a place to rest and belong. And I'm in the boat because I jumped off the ship. Uh, part of me jumped off the ship. Part of me was pushed off the ship. Uh, part of me just didn't want to be on the ship anymore. And so if you jumped off too, if you're out here in the water, <laughs> this is a place to climb aboard and uh, we'll see where we, we end up. And so that context of how things began, I think is really important. And I try to remind myself of this context all the time. Because as the podcast grows, there is this temptation. And this is a temptation that runs rampant uh, in the podcast world. The, the temptation is to explore topics that don't really interest me, but are of interest to the in the culture, right? Like I wanna I wanna talk about things that other people are interested in, so they'll listen to the show. Uh, last year, for instance, I was I was gonna really press into purity culture, and do a whole series on it. Uh, this idea that you know there's absolutely no sex before marriage—that was a big rule that I grew up with in my world. And I had three guests lined up. Uh, one guest who was, you know, more on the conservative side, other people on the way more progressive side. I had three guests lined up, uh, getting ready to nail down a really, and getting ready to nail down a really big name, uh, that would have been like a capstone on the series. And I put it on the calendar and everything got a set. And there was a small voice inside that said, this is a big topic, you know? And one that you're likely going to address someday, but for now, let's, like, let's be real. This topic doesn't really speak to you, does it? And I don't think you really care much about it at this point in your journey. Like there's other things that you're dealing with that are much, have been much more traumatizing for you. Things like hell, uh, things like devils, the devil and demons, things like the rapture, 
things like, you know, the, the inerrancy of the Bible. And I started to think to myself, like, oh, like, I'm not really putting this series together because it's of interest to me. This isn't really being birthed out of my journey. I'm doing it more to draw in more listeners from a culture of people who are exploring and interested in this topic. Uh, people will see these names, they'll see this topic, they'll come, they'll listen to the show. And so I canceled the series. Or I put a pin in it. Maybe we'll explore it later. Again, right, not because it's not important. Not because it's not an important topic. It is. Not because it's not something that needs to be explored. It is. But because it wasn't a topic that was super close to my heart at the time uh, of putting the series together, or was it raising, nor was it raising huge questions in, in my faith. And so I, I remind myself of this as we head into season six of the show, and I want to toss out there to all of you that I, I intend to continue bringing this same approach to what I do. Uh, the episodes I put out there, the topics we explore, honest to God, I'm not trying to please anyone or get more listeners. I really don't care. <laughs> Instead, I'm just kind of turning my story inside out, and I'm inviting you, my listeners, my friends, to come along for the ride. Like tarot cards, I can't tell you how much crap I've taken for talking about tarot cards on the show. We've had two episodes last year about tarot cards, another one coming up in the spring, uh, and then I think one probably in the summer. And I've had people reach out and say that they don't appreciate the tarot episodes, they don't like the videos I've put up on YouTube or TikTok, what's going on with you, why are you exploring this? They don't appreciate you know, the episode where I spoke to a medium, they think the Gnostic stuff is silly. Cool. I don't really care. I really don't care, right? I'm not bringing these people on to get appreciation from listeners. I'm not bringing them on to get more downloads, to get more listens. I'm bringing them on because they're helping me, me, explore uncharted waters in my own faith. And if that helps you, helps somebody else, wonderful. If not, great. There's a hundred other podcasts out there to listen to. Go listen to that one. Skip mine this week. No offense taken. Don't really care, right? I have a neurosurgeon coming on over the summer. He's going to talk to us about the complexities of the brain. I think that's fascinating and how the nervous system is almost magical because I have a real interest in the integration between faith and science. Why? Because I was taught in a private Christian school that science is silly. The earth is 6,000 years old. Uh, Jesus is coming back, all these different things. Forget what science says. Uh, it's all about the spiritual stuff. And so I was taught to disregard science, but there's so much we could learn from science that can enhance our faith. And I think this man, who is a neurosurgeon, is going to be able to come on and give me some, uh, some important takeaways from my own journey with God. I have an astrologist coming on, talking to me about astrology and birth charts. Why? I was taught all that stuff is silly. But you know what? I'm beginning to have this mystical approach to my life where I think everything is connected. I think that God is in absolutely everything. He's she, whatever, just as much in me as he is in the stars in the heavens. And I think astrology is really interesting. I don't understand it, but I have questions. And so this person is going to come on and is going to talk to me about astrology and birth charts. I want to get another medium on the show. I have more Gnostic conversations lined up. So many exciting topics to explore. We're only 237 episodes in, and it feels like we're just getting started, right? Like, it's crazy to me. 237 episodes. So many conversations, and I feel like we've barely scratched the surface. 
Yeah. And on that note, another thing, on that note, I also wanted to share that I intend to keep the show running the way that it is, with the same flow that it has in episode one, which is uh, ad-free and sponsor-free. Again, this is my journey. It's my story. It's my life. I've turned it inside out. (laughs) And since random ads don't run through my life during the day, I don't intend to have them run through the show beginning, middle, or end uh, either. I've been approached by more than one person over the last two years about running ads uh, on the show, which I'm truly honored to have been asked and considered. Uh, One of those opportunities actually would have made me uh, some money. And if you're unfamiliar with what any of that means, the idea is that you run an ad for a company or a brand or something, or even when you do your videos, uh, you wear their brand so that they can, people can see it on the video. And then you put the link to the brand in the show notes. I've had people approach me about these things. And so you, you, you run an ad for the company, do whatever, and in, you're essentially inviting listeners to buy something, to visit a website, to subscribe to a newsletter, whatever. And then you roll back into the show. It's like a commercial break or something. And although that's cool, and again, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. A lot of podcasts I listen to on a regular basis do that, and it's great. It's fine. It's just not what I do, right? It's just not the vibe that I'm going for in regards to this podcast. Since the very first episode that I recorded in a hotel room at the Wild Goose Festival on my phone, right? This show has been me flipping on the mic and talking (laughs) before we roll into an uninterrupted conversation uh, that's about something that's close to my heart. And that's just the way that I intend to keep it. And so what that means for me, while that's important, leading into my next thing I want to say, is there's no ads or no sponsors. That means that the show makes zero money <laughs> apart from Patreon. Uh, I don't have sponsors lined up who support me saying, yeah, you know, put our put our name in the in the show notes or put our name in the ads and we'll pay you 100 bucks a month or 200 bucks a month or 300 bucks a month or or whatever, right? I don't have that. It's super tempting to make it happen because I know I could. I actually know people who I, I know, I, I have a feeling that if I called them up and said, hey, will you sponsor the show? If I put your name, organization, whatever in the, in, in the show somehow, will you sponsor the show for like hundred bucks a month? I know they would say yes, but it'll just bring a flavor to the show I don't, I don't really want right now, right? Like I want to keep it loose. I want to keep it laid back. I want to keep it light. I want it to be a place, a lifeboat, like I said, where people can escape to, to just get away from it all and just be, just just listen in on a conversation, maybe have their own questions explored, feel less alone on their journey. It's not a business, it's not a money-making venture, ads, sponsors, all the things. For me, at this phase in my life, it just it just feels like it just complicates all of that and adds an element, I think, or a layer to the project that I think would hinder some of my my larger goals of community building. Yeah. And so I'll continue. I'll continue to invite you every episode to jump onto Patreon. I know it seems like a broken record, but I'll continue to to offer it to people uh, if you want to support the show. I make mention of it at the beginning of every episode uh, because it's it's the one way, the one way that the show makes money. Uh, And I had someone once tell me, well, you shouldn't accept donations for the show. It's just a podcast. You should do it for free. Right? It sounds like you're begging people for money and expecting people to you know, pay your bills for you. But I, I disagree, right? I, I was talking to my wife the other day, and I was like, you know, it's like I have three degrees. Like I'm not some kind of like guy who just you know, pulled the mic out from under his bed and decided, oh, I'm going to turn this on and talk about things. Like, not to toot my horn, but I, have, I put in some work. 
You know, like I have three degrees in spiritual related things, bachelor's, master's, doctoral. I spent an immense amount of time studying, reading, exploring. I was a pastor of a church. I did a church plant. I lost track of how many internships I did, how many sermons I've preached, how many, I, I, I've lost track. There's so many things. <laughs> and so every time I flip on the mic, I feel like I do it with all of that stuff behind me. And I'm not, and I'm bringing perspective. That's not just a random perspective, but it's a, it's a, it's an intentional perspective to the conversations that not just anyone can bring. And on top of that, I spend, I don't know, like 30 hours a week on the podcast between preparing the interviews, the edits, YouTube, graphics, the blog, all the things, all of it, right? It, it, I do all that stuff, but it makes the, the least amount of money of all the things that I do, uh, the additional things that I do for like Alexander Shia and Choir Publishing and some other uh, social media gigs. But I really don't care. That's not, none of that's the point. I love what I do and I enjoy it. And I'm just going to keep on doing it. First and foremost, for me, like for a long time, I did it without Patreon while working another 45 uh, to 50 hour a week job at Apple. And I did the podcast anyway, every single week. I just love doing it. And money has never really been a propelling factor for me. And so all that to say, I do invite you to jump on Patreon if you haven't already. If you are on Patreon, I'd really like to go out on a limb and ask you to consider if you would consider upping your monthly giving this year. I know times are tight, but if you have the space, because maybe some people do, and the show has been a source of inspiration to you, I just ask you to consider it. Whether it's another dollar, five dollars, whatever, every cent, literally every cent helps us to pay the bills. I'm just fully transparent with you. Like I quit my job at Apple after 11 years. Some of you know the story. I worked at Starbucks for three days. <laughs> I quit that too. And now I do social media for Alexander John, uh, for choir, some other social media gigs, and I do the podcast. That's what I do with my time. And all the money from Patreon goes to pay the bills, put gas in the cars, groceries on the table, keep the lights on, back to school supplies for Jordan. And my family and I are eternally grateful for each and every one of you who support. Whether you give a dollar, three dollars, ten dollars, a hundred dollars a month, whatever it is that you give, we are extremely grateful for you. And uh, if you're new to Patreon, it's pretty simple. There are a bunch of tiers to choose from, but every tier gets the same reward, which is entrance into a community of people that connects on Discord, monthly Zoom chats, and, and more. I used to have different tiers. You get like a bigger reward for more money, right? Like, you know, you start off with $3 a month to give you early access to a blog post. $7 a month to get early access to uh, a podcast episode. $12 a month, you know, we get a Zoom, whatever different rewards for different different tiers but now everybody gets the same thing which is this community it's a it's a place to to meet people uh, hopefully feel less alone in your deconstruction reconstruction journey whatever uh, again discord monthly zoom chats book clubs all these different things and everybody gets the same reward because i don't want people to feel like they can't have as much community as someone else if they don't have as much money to give like i feel like that's not the way it, well, it shouldn't work that way in a church, right? Like if you sit in a pew and the plate goes by, whether you put in a dollar or a thousand dollars, everybody has the same access to the community of the church, right? Everybody gets to do the same thing. It's not like the guy that gets a thousand dollars, you know, gets special, special privileges, whereas the guy that gave a dollar doesn't get as much, right? It doesn't work that way. I mean, it might work that way in some churches, but it shouldn't work that way. And so that's why I want it to be here. I want people to 
be able to give what they can because they want to, because maybe the show has encouraged them and, and be part of the community without feeling like, oh, I have to give more in order to get more. So if you like the show, it's been helpful. Uh, give what you can. You're part of the family and, and you share in all of the, the benefits. And here's the thing too, I'll even throw this out there. If you can't give anything, but you want the community, just send me a message, email me, uh, whatifproject.net at gmail.com. Uh, find me on social media. Let me know. I'm happy to let you into Discord, invite you to the Zoom chats without giving anything. Because again, I don't want people to be turned away from the community. Uh, the option is there to give if you can, because it does help me and my family. But if you can't, I'm not going to withhold community from people. I think that's silly. So uh, yeah, Patreon. I'll put it in, uh, in the show notes, patreon.com slash project. And looking forward, uh, the year is shaping out to be fun. I'm about 70 pages into my next book. 70. Hoping to have it ready, maybe, by the spring. Uh, it'll be self-published again. I've actually had uh, talks with a few publishers in the last year. I don't know. I'm just not there yet. You know, my, I feel like my writing is, but, but I'm not. I, I enjoy creating stuff. I enjoy tweaking it, crafting it, put it to, putting it together. I enjoy the whole process. I enjoy sharing it. I enjoy tossing it out into the universe. I love that feeling of uploading it to Amazon and having it be ready for people to go buy. I, I just love all that stuff. And, you know, once I do it, then I'm ready to go move on to something something else. And I enjoyed the self-publishing journey with my last book. And like the podcast, um, I'm not really interested, nor do I have the goal of being a best-selling author with a billion downloads or copies sold or whatever. I just have some stuff to say. I say it. <laughs> and if it gets passed around, wonderful. If not, then maybe one or two people find it helpful and I'll work on something, something else. So anyways, look for more about the book in the spring. Uh, if you're interested in getting excerpts, I do have a paid option on my Substack newsletter, $7 a month, where I will send you an excerpt uh, of this project or something I'm writing that's not for public consumption yet uh, every month. And so you get a sneak peek of what I'm working on, uh, what this book is shaping up to look like, things like that. And uh, again, if you can't afford $7 a month and you are interested in reading what I write, let me know. I'll send it to you anyway. I have the ability to gift subscriptions to people. I'll happily gift you a subscription, uh, a lifetime subscription <laughs> to the What If Project Substack newsletter. So anyway, that's what I got, my friends. Somewhat short, somewhat simple, somewhat to the point. I uh, just wanted to reminisce a little, give you a peek behind the curtain, toss out a Patreon invite, uh, share a bit about what's coming up in 2023, uh, season six of the podcast. Uh, thank you. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for being you. And thank you for helping me feel less alone on the journey. Uh, because when I started the podcast, I felt very alone. Uh, all of my questions really pushed me away from my former community. And so I felt very alone out here in the wilderness. But I'm grateful for the friendships I've made uh, the last five years with so many of you, uh, with so many podcast guests. And I'm so grateful that we can do virtual life together. Uh, next week, I'm not going to, should I tell you who's on the show next week? Should I tell you? Should I tell you who's on the show next? Let me pull up the calendar. Let me do that. Let me pull up the calendar. Let's see what we got here. In January, let's see. We're going to have uh, Amy Jill Levine. A.G. Levine is on the show next week talking to us about her book about the miracles of Jesus, Signs and Wonders. Uh, then we have Jason Elam coming on. Uh, he's going to be talking to us about his book, Parenting Deconstructed. Uh, 
And then we have Austin Knoll coming on, uh, talking to us about his deconstruction journey. And we just kind of keep on rolling from there. So we have some fun things coming up, some fun conversations. It's gonna be it's gonna be a blast. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We'll just see where it all takes us into the horizon of 2023. So anyway, my friends, all of that to say, until next time, this has been episode number 237. Uh, the, the, uh, what did I call it? The, uh, the, uh, man, I don't remember what I can call it. <laughs> it was like a spur of the moment thing before. Oh, the state of the podcast address. Yes. The state of the podcast address episode number 237. Happy new year. Happy 2023. Much love to you. Talk to you soon.